this is a ripe of wisdom. What's, What's burning that? today? What are we sipping? What's the scoop? What are we sipping on today? So this is a, just uh, a ketchup. This is the one who brought the beer. I know I brought this, but you probably know more about this. I mean, this is a Pauliner. Yeah, a Munich lager. I mean, I think it might be like a Harvest beer, right? Or like a Marzen or something. Or maybe just like a typical lager. They do make a Marzen and an Oktoberfest yeah. beer. I have bought in them. So. Yeah. I think this is just like a typical lager. I was going to say, you know, for my mm-hmm. taste, it's bready, but it's not bitter. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Uh, not yeah. like an IPA. So Yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. do IPAs. But this, <laughs> like, I can do this every day. This is yeah. definitely a kickback like and enjoy beer. Day. Yeah. But also, I don't know the difference between a Munich lager and a lager, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> just made from Germany. Yeah. Like a particular region. We'll have Nate on the show probably break it down for us. Yeah. Happy Friday, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's been a long week. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Right. <laughs> Bro, for, the, for the fam. How was that hit? Well, yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's been a while since we last just caught up. I know mm-hmm. it's been um, a few months, which is kind of rare for us. Yeah, but we're ironing things out with the new system we have, the new game board. Yeah, new also new mics, the new post production, the software we got. So, yeah, a lot of new things in the works since the first episode, and part of the reason that we're recording today is just to be it. able to have content to put out while we catch up uh, and plan our uh, next guest, and just to have you. Know a little bit more about what kind of goes on behind the scenes when we're not re- doing formal interviews and recordings, but just sort of hanging out. Everyday wine country. Mm-hmm. There's not much to do but go wine tasting and hiking, so. <laughs> yeah. It is the life. <laughs> yeah. I guess to the listeners, Happy New Year. I know it's mad late, but let's celebrate the new year. <laughs> the new growing season. Get your gardens planted right now. I'm about to start prepping my soil. You know, that brings up a good one. I mean, I think now is the time to start thinking about growing if you are wanting to grow. This is when you start planting your seeds in the soil when there's just enough sunlight out. (coughs) Yeah, so that's my third year. I'm going to try to my garden again. My last one was another trial run. (coughs) Definitely learn from more mistakes. So Yeah, that's part of it. Definitely going to grow some more veggies. Uh, what, what are you thinking of growing? Tomatoes, some peppers, jalapeno, like uh, serrano, habanero. Yeah. Just kind of chili peppers in general. Heck yeah. Uh, Lots of good stuff for cooking tomatoes. Nice. Yeah, me and my girlfriend were actually growing stuff at her place. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, me and Mackenzie were growing some, like three different types of tomatoes and Shishito peppers. Oh, <laughs> right I'm thinking on. about throwing up yeah. shishito peppers too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get to harvest. Yeah, because we got like the seedling trays, and then oh. we also had like the heating mat. So you kind of just like put the soil on the trays, and then you just like put in each individual seed in each tray, and then the heating mat heats it up, and then like makes it grow faster. Keeps it at, like an ideal temperature, yeah. right? It, Essentially, you're creating, like, a greenhouse. Right. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Things don't like to grow in the cold. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right now, like, that's the mm-hmm. hardest part right now. You got to watch out for frost and, 
you know, to watch the baby plants, make sure they don't die. I, I know for me, when I like to start gardening and to do it at a level that doesn't require a whole lot of effort, uh, sometimes just getting starts and planting those into the ground without the seeds can sometimes be the best way to, to get started. My, with growing. That's my approach right now. I can't say I'm at seed yet. So. Yeah. Seeds is like, a, there's a whole nother science to just with the seeds because they are delicate. And also some of it is literally probability based. Like out of these hundred seeds, maybe 70 are going to propagate into actual like flowering things. So it, then it depends on the seed genetics and all that other stuff. But it's like, well, if you have a start, really at that point, it's mainly watering it and giving it nutrients. And other than that, keeping it protected from the weather that yeah. may damage it. Well, that's all the upkeep you need on uh, on certain plants. So like if it gets big, maybe you need to trellis it or something. Yeah. <laughs> but just kind of guide it, make sure it's not just drooping and wasting energy mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's an exciting time buds breaking in the vineyard if you drive past it looks kind of like it's really nice right now mm-hmm. i'll just say like a l- last week i didn't see that much bud break on the vines but, but this, i think this yeah, week and this week moving and next forward week, yeah there's gonna be a lot it'll start we're, looking we're nice. entering that season i mean it's very small right now but you can tell you know what yeah. you're looking at but uh with the train dying. Yeah, yeah, otherwise, you still just see a branch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's an exciting time. Let's hope uh, 2023 is a great harvest year. Yeah, great hopefully. Season, oh. Harvest season. For right everyone. about a nice 2023 blend. You yeah. Know, yeah. I'm already thinking about my vineyard what notes and wine notes already, you know. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Heavy yeah. rain led to late bud break. <laughs> you gotta tell the consumer that, you know. <laughs> gotta let them know, like, yo, I was there. I looked at those buds. All right, I know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I lived in Sonoma County. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I'm very familiar with the 2023 vintage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fellas, I know the audience heard us last time. We talked about our harvest experience. And during the off season, we've all kind of uh, got ourselves new roles. Yeah, um, yeah. Transitioned yeah. out of the wine into new mm-hmm. industries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe we want to share that with the folks at home who are listening. So, I mean, so what's new? Uh, well, it was a great year, though. You know, 2022, learned a lot. Viticulturalist assistant. Learned how to grow six grape varieties. Five, because... Technically, the sixth one wasn't grown yet. So, um, but man, learn how to manage a team and experiences I will never forget. But now, um, I got to transition back to an old company that we all worked for, Landmark. <laughs> um, they had a uh, someone on their team let go, so at an awkward time. So you know, it was an awkward time to hire a seller master. But I was also looking and threw my application in and. Your boy got the job, so right um, on. Back at Landmark, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back at Landmark, that's what I'm saying. Um, as yeah. a seller master, yeah. a lot of people were welcoming me back, so it feels good, you know. Um, <laughs> They're like, "Yo, Jesse." Yeah. <laughs> and some yeah. people were like, "Um, hello, my name is," you know, I'm like, "Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah." I, you know, I'm already just known here. Like, <laughs> 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 nah, nah, <I'm> <laughs> nah, great people though, at Landmark. Looking yeah. forward to it, man. 
I mean, you guys know it's a small team, four people. So mm -hmm. if someone's not on page, it kind of throws off the whole team. So true. <laughs> you really gotta you know, trust and rely on the person next to you. So yeah, that's true. I'm uh, I'm excited that they put that trust in me. So I'm excited moving yeah. forward, man. I feel like I'm gonna thrive in this environment. So. For harvest, are you gonna get to help Brad pick like the interns? Uh, they, no? They've already picked the interns. Really? But it's like a guy from Greece. I think a guy from South Africa. Uh, they have someone else. I don't know. I think it's from Italy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's gonna be some language barrier, but I think everyone has the passion yeah. to work in wine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everyone wants to experience America for a bit if they can. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then it opens up my connections if I'm abroad. True. You know, true. I know some locals and I can get some insights or different visits within wineries or restaurants. Or, yeah, exactly. Or even pubs, you know. Just what get I mean? to know people. Different hospitality. So, mm -hmm. I'm excited. You never, you know, you never know what harvest is going to throw, but if they come with good attitudes, that's all you can hope for. I know that's what we showed up in 2020 with. And <laughs> yeah. Just good attitudes and we'll get it done. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, so I am just started there, but that's kind of in a nutshell where I've been other than just attending wine events and wine tastings and just reading about other wine regions, mm -hmm. studying up for the WZ3. Right on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, normal kind of hibernating wine country life you know <laughs> yeah that, that is the winter in this area yeah. it's a bit of a hibernation you know just you know, stock up on wine and just bunker, bunker down, down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. bunker down exactly um but yeah i mean how about yourselves fellas you care to care to share i mean nothing much has changed other than the fact that i don't work uh, in the lab anymore at Silver Oak. Uh, right now I'm working in the cellar for Golden State Cider. Transition from wine into cider. And it's been pretty cool, like, learning stuff about s cider. It's definitely a quicker turnaround because ferment takes, like, one week and then we already put it through the filter and already using it to make blends, you know? It's not like wine. We constantly have to pitch <laughs> stuff all the time. Stop. Up off and yeah <laughs> mm. we're pitching another thing <laughs> yeah like i think like every week we <clears throat> have to pitch juice but, every but week. remind me pitching is when uh is that like that when you throw yeast into juice into the juice oh, right yeah, yeah i just want to mm -hmm. clarify that <laughs> one of the wine making steps yeah. uh, is to throw yeast into sugar water Mm -hmm. That is winemaking in a nutshell. <laughs> Which is basically like grape juice, apple juice, honey water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you could do probably with just like, yeah, any type of sugar and water. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. Easy alcohol for anyone that wants to start. No, very wine. refreshing. I'd say <laughs> underrated sometimes. Uh, uh when I wasn't drinking beer, I think I was only drinking ciders or wine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even now, I still prefer ciders and wine to uh, most beer. It really depends on the beer these days. Yeah. I'd I say mean, I'm the same way. And I'll, I'll, I'll humor beers, but I kind of know what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's not always a beer. How big is the crew at Golden Cider? Well, 
technically it should be five of us, but one of the guys is in, what is it, workers comp right now because he tweaked his back on the job. And then, yeah. That sucks. But I think he's supposed to come back next week because he went to physical therapy. It's a small team. Yeah, it's a small team. So, you know, like, everybody has to be on cool and open about everything. Yeah. I mean, we also kind of get annoyed of each other, you know? It's like... Respectfully, though. Yeah, true. It's like, because you're so close, you're just like... Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck, man? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, being able to deal with that in a respectful way is also, you know, that's how you work as a team, right? So True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A healthy team, yeah. A healthy team. You never know about that one. (laughs) I would say we have a healthy team, even though we get annoyed with each other. Like, one of the guys, sometimes he doesn't, like, clean anything after he's done, and we all kind of get mad and be like, hey, bro, like, you need to clean. Come on. I'd probably be on the side where I'm probably mad with it. About that guy too Yeah like it's annoying I swear to god like every time Cause like when we grab juice We have to take a sample And I swear to god Every time he puts this thing Like near the soap dispenser And our soap dispenser leaks Right And we always have to take it out From under the soap dispenser And like put it in the caustic And citric and PAA and put it somewhere else because and we're like what the fuck like doesn't he know that like soap can get on that and like he's just gonna fucking put it in the juice you know (laughs) that's a talk (laughs) yeah but even though like you tell him that but then he still keeps doing it you know yeah it's uh <laughs> it's I tough. Long, man. I don't know how long Buddy's been there, but uh, yeah, <laughs> like a rebel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, working from like wine to the cider, like what do you think is something you're just like, wow, that's different, or like, because that's something I've always wondered because I've only really worked in wine. I think doing the infusions because we had Jamaica and other stuff to it. So, if, at wine, you don't really add anything to it. You don't add different spices. Yeah. You know? <coughs> you kind of get the flavors from the oak and, like, the grapes itself. Yeah. But, like, with uh, cider, sometimes we throw in hops or, like, hamica and bags, ginger and stuff like that, and infuse it with the cider. Right. With the with the, uh, yeah. the juice of the apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I'd say, like, that's the biggest difference. As opposed um, to just, like, a strict cider yeah. with no infusions. Yeah. Like, kind of like how wine is. Wine is literally the grape off the vine and just fermented. And then whatever the flavor is there is there. Well, that's like, uh, 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 yeah, I'm not hold my tongue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but my point being is that is, like, the traditional winemaking. And then, of course, like, with any ferment, you can add infusions to change up. Bulk marketing. Something, yeah. something, something tastes. Or also another thing that's, like, different than wine. It's, like, when we centrifuge the finished juice and then we centrifuge it to clean it, afterwards, when we're making a blend, we add juice that hasn't been fermented back into the blend. So 
it can like bump up the bricks and add more sugar. Oh, right. Just make it more sugar. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you may not want to dry. And then I was like, I feel like in wine, you don't really do that. Even with like, even like with wines that still have like residual sugar. You I was know? just reading something about that though. There is like a small law, I think, mm-hmm. hard to use, but you can like add fresh grapes to like kind of fermenting, stuck fermenting, just kind of bump it. But right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. So <laughs> nobody does it. But yeah. That's true. That's a. Gotta yeah, watch out for those stuck lots, people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get a tank stuck. For all the fer- fellow fermenters out there, watch out for the stuck lots. <laughs> but you already know this. Yeah, <laughs> be on top of it. Be yeah. on top of it, man. Uh, yeah, well, man, it sounds like it's a new transition, and uh, it's crazy because I can't even think of like. In the harvest season, it's like, oh, three months to harvest, two months to harvest. Yeah. You guys don't even say that. You got to just like, oh. No, we're just like working. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's, that's a whole different mindset. Mm-hmm. I feel like the work is, I don't know, is it like less of the like hustle to get things done, though? But like the same idea? Like I mean, there's less of a hustle, but at the same time, like there's certain parts of the days you do have to hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's like a weird balance because, like, we have two shifts. One of the shifts is, like, 5 a.m. to 1.30, and my shift is 7 to 3.30. And, like, in that morning, like, before we come in at 7, like, at 5, they have to rush and do a bunch of stuff. And then once we come in at 7, it's, like, chill throughout the day. We don't really do much because we're just waiting on jobs to finish and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then after 1.30... That's when, like, we have to hustle again because everything's finishing and we got to, like, clean everything and stuff like that and, like, try to get everything done before 3.30. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest lessons in this industry is, like, knowing when and when to turn it on. Like, yeah. Kind of like, oh, no, we got to kick ass right now? Okay, we kicking ass right now. Oh, yeah. Actually, we can just sit back and chill and mm. laugh and joke around, I guess. Yeah, we'll shoot the yeah. shit. <laughs> we'll shoot the shit. Like, <laughs> we'll play with the dogs. Let's do it. Yeah. Has it been like that in Landmark? I mean, just, right it's just because of the timing. It was awkward timing for them, too. Yeah. This wasn't a planned loss in the team. So, yeah. It was unexpected. Weird timing. I kind of came in there, kind of finalizing blends. So, I'm just like tasting right now. Mm-hmm. Just doing a bunch of tastings. Doing blends, pulling samples, tasting, topping. Mm. It's a weird point in the season, but, you know, kind of just got accepted for what it is. And also find things to do in that stagnant time, whether it be, like, read a book. Right. What about you, Miguel? Uh, well, you know, after Silver Oak, <laughs> I've just been sort of working on skills and uh, doing some freelance work with the media things that I've done. Uh, working on this podcast and another podcast and uh, just uh, figuring out my way in the media world while also trying to figure out my way in Sonoma County. And sometimes that's a bit tough, mm. uh, but we, you know, we're out here and <laughs> we're, we're trying our best. And for those of you that don't know, me and Jesse are the ones that edit these podcasts and uh, I bring a lot of the technical expertise to this group it's nice to 
be able to, in the interim time between the job, look up new things. I am now a, a lot more of a 3D print specialist than I was last year. That's just all the things that I do, and that's how this podcast is made, is by me just figuring out how to do other things with technology. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been up Fuck to. Yeah, bro. Just, just learning while trying to figure out my way in, in the wine world here. And that's the beauty yeah. about it. You know, it's every year you can learn. You can narrow out, like, what you do like, what you don't like. Yeah. You did it. You know, that's for me. Or, you know, what I did it, that's not for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was almost on my way out of production. Yeah. To keep it real. So I was about to go to sales. Mm-hmm. Say retail. Yeah. And uh, really, like, the only people that could bring me back were Greg and Brad. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really happy in a way that I kind of found my way back because. I was really like already one foot out the door, like, right, yeah. Pace. But <laughs> no, it's um, it's been an exciting time. I'm also um, I think I've got some momentum built over the last year and a year and a half, um, mm. planting the seeds of like I want to do private tastings, private wine education, you know, whether it be for uh, your family or like a company event or something. So I got a client lined up next month. I'm going to do a wine tasting for, but it's motivated me to kind of go and uh, start my LLC. So in case that takes off, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, but, you know, if that takes off, it can be good for your boy, you know? Yeah. And, um, start doing my uh, my consulting business. So. And I'm also trying to incorporate a ripe with wisdom, so mm-hmm. keep this and forever, you know, no one can touch it and yeah, it's our umbrella. <laughs> the umbrella, I love it. <laughs> the umbrella. <laughs> so, yeah, it's an exciting time, but it's also kind of like a nervous time because you know, it's kind of the unknown. You don't know what to expect, but I think I've done enough work, leg work that I'm confident in this leap of the unknown. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm doing a tasting of a Pinot from Burgundy, mm-hmm. a cab from Napa, a cab from Bordeaux. And uh, Sangiovese from Italy, from the region of Chianti Classico. So just uh, brushing up on my notes right now, making sure not only do I know the history of all these appellations and laws and uh, soil and aging requirements and labeling, you know, just like uh, coming with the storytelling of the producers, the winemaking, because... Uh, as a wine educator, sure, you want to at least help give them insight. And if you don't know, like admit you don't know and go research it. But yeah, doing this like research ahead of time, you can better prepare for any questions they might ask, whether it be like cuisine native from the area, you know, whether it be risotto braised in red wine, you know, or uh, just kind of a simple dish. What kind of cheeses from that area? Would Oh, well, or, you know, in between what towns, knowing the mountain regions, like just being able to explain that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of exciting. So I'm brushing up on my nose, preparing for that. Uh, yeah, the tastings are going to happen, my man. <laughs> you know, I've worked tasting rooms, so I'm like comfortable, like with complete strangers and talking about wine and making jokes and just getting them to like loosen up. 
Right. You know what I mean? Because it's, uh, it's a wine tasting. Yeah. Winter, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not meant to be stiff and, well, I'm, you know, this is a medium, medium high tannin. Like, no one cares, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if we want, I could get technical with some people, but it's like, I'd have to understand that you care that much about it <laughs> and we can get that technical. But exactly. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just describing, you know, the, the texture of the wine, the length of the finish, you know, sure, some fruit characteristics, but just, you know, more than anything, how it can pair with food, what you would pair this with, when you would want to drink it, how long you can hold on to it for if you wanted to hold on to something. And then just promote the business, you know. If you want this for yourself or for anyone you know in the future, please uh, take my name and spread it around, you know, pass along my business. You never know who you might run into, what these people might open up. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's always, always good to just meet new people through wine. It's a little bit of a drink. Good oh, beverage. Exactly. Good, good conversation. So wine doesn't need to be intimidating. So, Well said, Jesse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, you guys have any big plans for this year? You guys want to personal goals? Wow, now those are big questions. I'm just curious. I've been thinking about riding my bike more though. I haven't done that in like a year. Oh yeah, should I? I should. I need to bring my bike up from uh, Fairfield, man. We can ride. That's what I'm saying. Yonville, mm-hmm. Napa. Yeah, out here. Even out here in like yeah. Russian River, Sonoma Coast. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of nice. uh, a lot of places out here to ride to. Yeah. And I mean, I'd say it's fairly bike friendly. For the most part, riding your bike here. Except, I was going to say, don't ride your bike on 128. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Maybe you know. not some of the highways. But yeah. You know. <laughs> In, yeah. I used to ride my bike from uh, where I live, like near the fairgrounds, to the junior college in Santa Rosa. It was, it was chill. Uh, That's def- fun. That's a good ride. It's definitely doable. Yeah. yeah. And I was just going, getting classes done there and riding back. Good exercise. Yeah. So I'm thinking about my bike's currently like sticker bond. Like yeah. Just a bunch of stickers. Uh-huh. That was the only way I could keep my bike from not getting stolen in San Francisco. Yeah. But now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I need to update these stickers. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> I did get a bunch of stickers from uh, Emerald Cup. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About just sticker bombing the Make bike. Make it bike. wine country ready. Yeah. <laughs> just new, new sticker bomb. You know. Wine country's not ready for my bikes. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, the good people of Sonoma County fucks with the good plant are, let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. There's plenty of them. Uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you mm. know. <laughs> uh, I'm also mentally committing that I'm going to give more attention to my garden this year. Yeah. So I realize that they require a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to get better at gardening, so I know it's like got to physically, mentally commit to. So. Yeah, it is a lot of that. I mean, what's interesting is when I grew my tomatoes, I grew them all the way to full, and they were good tomatoes. But actually, the issue was I just didn't know how to cook with tomatoes, <laughs> uh, and some of them were different varieties. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do with this tomato. Like, is this the one you cook with or <laughs> salad? Or I don't even know. Oh, yeah. And so because I had so many, I just like let it go because i was like well i don't really know what i'm gonna do with these tomatoes now that I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah so. that's like, 
Just that's like planning common. ahead just for what you're going to do with what you grow. <laughs> I have noticed that's a common problem. Come harvest, everyone's like, yo, I got too many lemons or I got too much squash. You want some? Yeah. Got too much peppers. You want some? It's like, yeah, sure, I'll take some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but that is always fun to look forward to, uh, the future harvest. And thanks, everybody. This was uh, today's episode on Ripe with Wisdom. As always, it's a pleasure uh, coming here with my co-hosts, Jose and Miguel, sharing our stories, sharing our experiences, always catching up over good alcohol, some good smoke. We wish you the best. Hope you're telling your friends and one about us. And yeah, continue learning. Uh, always try to do better. We'll see you in the next episode in a couple weeks. Peace.